album concept hour. The album concept hour. It's the album concept hour. Welcome, everybody, to the Album Concept Hour. I am your host, Brad LeBaron, here for another week of another uh, concept band, maybe this week. Um, uh, today, we are, are covering Devo's our, uh, Q, uh, Q, Are Question. We Not Men? Question, Are We Not Men? Um, and I am joined, as always, by my co-hosts, John and Dave. What's going on, John? Yeah, just chilling. And what's going on, Dave? Hey, just hanging out. Yeah, 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 we're here uh, in the studio. Uh, Jake was not able to join us today, unfortunately, but we have a very special guest. We are guest. doing it on an odd day. So. It is an odd day. Uh, we are uh, a peek behind the curtain. We are recording this uh, uh, right before uh, Thanksgiving, so everyone's everyone's got their family plans uh, in motion, I think. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, yeah, we, we got a, a really, really fun album to cover with a really, really fun guest. Um, nothing to do with Thanksgiving. <laughs> uh, well, no, I mean, by the time this comes okay. out, it will have passed. So, <laughs> uh, I, I think? Yeah. Yeah, 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 definitely, yes. It will have passed. Um, I'm not putting it out tomorrow. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we're covering uh, Divas Are We Not Men, and we thought that the best person to uh, cover this with would be our uh, local or our, our new wave expert on the album concept hour, and uh, uh, someone that just put out a a new album uh, from the Mommy Heads Genius Killer. This is Adam Elk. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, thanks yeah. for for being back, and uh, thanks for choosing Devo uh, uh, for the the episode. Uh, I the band I haven't d- dove into yet, so I'm excited to uh, uh, finally kind of learn some more about it. But um, yeah, yeah. First, yeah. first of all, uh, early, early uh, uh, Devo uh, uh, fan experience. What, what was it for for you? Uh, what drew you to the Devo? Um, well, we we had a video store back when you had to wait for someone to put down the video and ask, "Are you going to rent that?" And they're like, "No." And, <laughs> you know, oh yeah, and I then, remember. And then, I remember. then I would just jump on it, and th- we had a Devo video uh, collage. It was probably their greatest hits of videos, and. Mm-hmm. You know, as a uh, teenager, I was enthralled. I I bought "Are We Not Men" in the store not many years after it came out, and mm-hmm. I know exactly the moment I bought it. It looks so cool. It, it just was yeah. America, America, Americana twisted, and yeah. there was nothing like them, nothing like them around. Like just the synths, and it's a cheap sound. It's not a big fuzzy, warm sound. It's very mercurial and intellectual, and and the edges are still there yeah and this is my favorite record by them because they're just out of the box incredible their videos are incredible mm-hmm. um you know they were found by david bowie at max's kansas city yeah I, they yeah, were found right. by a lot of people but brian eno uh, yeah. was part of that but uh they were a buzz band when yeah, they people, first came out people kind of didn't know what to make of them at first right um, yeah, they they dress differently. They they played the same clubs as everybody else, but they were mm-hmm. completely different. And I think they yeah. were our answer to Gary Newman, uh, yeah. you know, in Cars. And um, uh-huh. yeah, and yeah. and the other thing is they're very American to me. They're they're an all American band. They're from Akron, Ohio. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're a Midwestern band, and they mm-hmm. have Midwestern values. They work really hard. They've always worked hard. Yeah. Um, they're very prolific. They're, they seem like a family. I mean, there were a bunch of brothers in the band. Um, yeah, yeah. They act as a a unit, you know, yeah. which not all bands do, you know. Th- yeah, they're really, I mean, there were three mothers boss in the band in the beginning. 
and um and uh the bob and jim and mark and and um you know to have a band like that then go to berlin and record at uh um connie plank studio which is the one that did uh, all the craft work stuff yeah, was yeah it's revelatory to get an american synth band in germany yeah you know it's just to me everything about them is cool and then have brian eno produce them before you two um yeah while he still had an edge and I just, oh, so this was like before, like he was the Brian Eno we know him as. Like, was this Eno, on his rise Eno. up? It was. It was pre Big Eno, and and okay, you know, okay. he was just he was still Eno was hungry. He was. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think it was before Remain in Light, which was 1980. This came out in 78. Okay, and okay. It, he was post Roxy Music, and he was still cutting his teeth as a producer, and he was a synth fanatic. Yeah. So that's yeah. a really it's a it's a match made in heaven, and the songs are great. Um, I don't yeah. think they've ever matched the songs in this record. So it's wow. Um to yeah, me, that's... they're they're my top five American band of all time, you know. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh to what you were saying, I mean, this is uh I, I saw an interview with uh Gerald Gerald Castle. Um, and uh he uh one of the things he said is, you know, what a lot of bands say about their first album is that that was, you know, years and years in the making and like the best bits of what they had. Um, and, uh, when the, they, uh, uh, got to the level that they did with that first record, the, he, he kind of at least was feeling like, uh, what do we do now? Like, this is not what we were meant to be or whatever, you know, like we're they not got too big. Yeah. Yeah. We're not subversive because we're, you know, now something that a lot of people like, you know? Um, and they had to grapple with that, uh, uh throughout their career, you know? Yeah. Well, whip, it was a huge hit. Yeah. I remember seeing that on MTV. It was a massive hit. Mm -hmm. But this album was con consisted of songs that they admittedly would wait until the room. They were clearing the room on some of these. Like right. there was one part of a song uh, where it just keeps going. I think it's We Not Men. It just keeps ra going round and round. Uh -huh. Oh, We Not uh -huh. Men. Oh, uh -huh. We Not Men. And they would do and it we for are hours. Devo. Yeah, yeah. No, I remember that song. That's, that... Wait, so they would they repeat? Are you saying they would repeat that longer and longer? Uh, yeah, on, uh, you know, on a like. Live set? I've been in shows where somebody's having a barbecue next door or there's yeah. like a bachelorette party and you just, yeah, you do your thing and it has nothing to do with where you're at. And you just kind of want to clear the room like that. That feeling comes over you like yeah. you, you want to put a stamp on the evening and yeah. they, they yeah. would just do that happily. And and that's it's just pure musical rebellion <laughs> to me. Yeah. And, and yeah. then they got too big and they couldn't do that. Like people paid lots of money to see whip it, you know, so it did kind of they got yeah. too big, I think yeah. is yeah. the problem. And I think that's what's what's nice about them, though, is that they were always aware of the kind of uh, uh, arc that a band takes. I mean, not always. They definitely, you know, had a few uh, uh, rough right. spots in the beginning where there was people that took advantage of them, like in L.A. and the music industry, like like one does, uh, you know, goes through the, the, the motions. But it seemed like at least, um, you know, from the interview, like I was uh, uh, getting the sense that they were very, very... Uh, um, I don't know, uh, well thought out and, um, you know, um, kind of knew where, I don't know what, what they were doing at least, or what they were trying to do. Yeah. I, what I love about them is every band from the beginning of time thinks about marketing. They think about how to package themselves. Should we all wear suits? Should we look like we don't care? You know, uh -huh, uh -huh. everything you do is a marketing yeah. thing because yeah. you're trying to get someone else to listen to it or buy uh -huh. it. Yeah. So if people, if there's a band that says they're not into marketing, marketing, they're full of it. And so here's a band that takes atonal 
an atonal approach to marketing. I mean, it's the best marketing ever. The hats, the the potato guitars, everything they did was calculated, but it's also so dissonant and there's so much discord that they marketed dissonance and they, and I mean, for my money, the best cover I've ever heard in my life is their version of satisfaction. It's the best cover I've ever heard anywhere because it's, it's like turned inside out. It's perfect to me. Yeah. Yeah, it is, it, it is it definitely is. a great representation of what they are and what they're doing. Yes. Um, but um, I was going to say, before we get to uh, some more of the Devo stuff, uh, I just wanted to ask you a little bit about uh, Genius Killer. Um, it's been uh, jumping up the, the charts, from what I understand, in, <clears throat> the, in the college radio charts, which is yeah. always a good thing. Um, so, you know, you... We, pe- yeah, we, we, we put out a record called Genius Killer a couple months ago. Uh, it peaked at 58. The record before peaked at set of 28, so it didn't do as well. Uh, okay, but we also okay. didn't put our name on the cover. It's just uh, like a snake with a library in its mouth. It's very yeah, very yeah. I, I like it's, it's it's evocative. You know, like if you saw that on a on a record shelf or something, you'd be like, hmm, that's mm, interesting. That's okay. scary. Yeah. Um. So Wait, we toured. We did yeah. a West Coast tour. We played eight shows. It was great. Um, yeah. You know, we're we we're, we're three of us are in our fifties, so we're we're you know we, we've we we understand that if if Jack White goes to the bathroom somewhere it's in the it's in rolling stone like my, he's <laughs> yeah, the same yeah, publicist yeah. As, as jack white if he gets off uh-huh. twitter if he yeah. says i'm gonna go off twitter like his negative space is a write-up in rolling stone uh-huh. and if we can uh-huh. you know on our 15th album we're lucky to get in our local town paper so i i get mm-hmm. it you mm-hmm. know so for that yeah. that being said the tour was great we had 150 people in san francisco we had 120 in la we played yeah, Seattle, um, Portland, Eugene, uh, Santa Rosa, Bellingham. Nice. It was awesome. So yeah, yeah, we're just having a fun time, you know, and talking to guys like you. So yeah, really, yeah. it's it's as good as it gets for us, and and that's really all we want or need. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, tour tour life is like just a very special thing, you know. Uh, going just uh, uh living on the road is like you know, I don't know. It's something I I miss the most probably about being in a group. Uh, it's playing. It's also nasty. Yeah, I mean, yeah. well, yeah. There's like, there's the, is there's good and the bad, and it's all kind of. Like yeah. it's really good, and sometimes the bad's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I guess at the point I'm at, I only mostly remember the good. You know what I mean? Because oh, yeah. remember distance. the nostalgia. Yeah, there's a distance for me it's between the uh, bad. <laughs> you're probably like, oh, I want to sleep on my own bed. Like, you know, there's, there's, uh, yeah, other things. Uh, but. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, I I love the tour though. You know, tour is always a good time. It's time. great. It's it's fun yeah. for us because we only do two weeks, and by the time at the end we 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 want to break up, it, it that we just it ends. So we're, we're you know <laughs> yeah, that's we, why we hit our limit. You know? have to end. You know, that's why that's important. End. You know, um, but uh, yeah, cool. So um, yeah, guys, check out um, where can they find uh, Genius Killer? Just all the streaming services, or where would you prefer? I guess that they... uh, Bandcamp is the ultimate for me, yeah, yeah. and um, that's, right. that's that's the one. Go to Bandcamp. Yeah. Sorry, I have a dryer washer in the back, but uh, oh, it's okay. I think it, Zoom's filtering it out for me. Oh, good. Yeah, so Bandcamp <laughs> is amazing, and the first Friday of every month for any yep. music, and you yep. want to own the files. Let's say you're scared of. You know, a uh, sun flare and uh, every every backup drive on the planet goes to hell and you lose all your music and you want to buy mm-hmm. it and have it on a USB or something. Yeah. Then buy it off Bandcamp. It's the way to go for any music. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I agree. I want I always have a backup of my essentials just in case because if there's anything I don't want to lose, it's music. 
in the yeah. apocalypse or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that I mean, that's gonna be you're gonna need that like at least once once every couple of days. Need that in your ear. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so uh, we're gonna move on to uh, some tracks. We got uh, eleven tracks on this album. Uh, uh, question: Are we not men? Answer: uh, We are Devo. We will have an answer in uh, oh, in one of the good. tracks. Um, and uh, yeah, let's just get right into it. This first track is Uncontrollable Urge. Um, so uh, yeah, we'll roll right into it, and then let's uh, let's chat. What a great riff! First of all, yeah, yeah, a lot of good riffs in this album in general. It's a great way to kick off an album too, because you know what is going on. Like, all right, I'm in for this. Like, yeah, yeah. It, it starts off like yeah. just awesome high energy, and yeah, I think a good first track should kind of give you a glimpse of like the whole album in a way, you know. I think that's what we're, we, I've, I've been finding in this podcast is like, that's a good first track. That's what is, separates is key, the, you know? the, the men from the boys. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, but uh, yeah, what, what do you uh, think, Adam? Uh, uh, what was your uh, first uh, kind of experience listening to this track uh, when, you, when you were aware of it? It's, the, it's one of the best songs ever written for me. I mean, this whole album is filled with my top. Yeah. It's my top, you know. And... Yeah. The first drummer the mommy has was a huge Devo fan, and and uh, he had the the stepped red hat. Yeah, his, yeah. His prized possession. Yeah, yeah. And he tried, and these their musicianship is incredible. The drummer was incredible. You know, the well, guitar yeah. player like such a college band. You know, like, oh, I know. Well, that's the thing that is really sticks out with Devo is that since they're um uh, uh what, what did you say anti music um like it's it's like a it's all what they're doing is so intentional and they care so much about the i don't know as at least it being quality because they're artists you know right right so like the the recording quality is good the playing is good it's tight but and, and tight but it's just it's about weird stuff and it's like you know you don't know what's going on because it's a kind of a newer sound and it's <laughs> made with different uh, influences in mind you know um, yeah they're, they're they're punk they're new wave they're yeah. electronica mm -hmm. they're rock yeah. they cover everything and yeah. and they're also a lot of late 70s punk bands when they came in and they they were like we're here to destroy yacht rock you know uh -huh. uh, uh -huh. they a lot of them were terrible players and they had a good look and a good aesthetic and they wore leather and spikes and they did stuff to their hair <laughs> Yeah, but, you know, Devo falls in line with the Police and the Clash. You know, they they the, there was musicianship, and yeah. there was great songs, and yeah. so they they can kind of span a lot of genres. And, yeah. and the ultimate thing with this record is the energy is up, and it's rebellious, and it's it's revelatory in its sort of rebelliousness against the norm, and you feel that now. Go play something right now. Mm -hmm. Go go find your biggest artist in the world, and this will make this will kill it because that will sound like it's trying to appeal to everybody. Grandma's kids, you know, wants to be the first thing on the rack at Walmart, 
And this is like, no, we don't want that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, it's 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 like that. You know, it's that kind of musicianship that kind of upholds that. You know, it's just like the Talking Heads. Totally. Well, yeah. You and, know, it's, and... it's it's that same kind of like. <laughs> I tried to turn on my fan and it did not work. Um, but yeah, yeah, Talking Heads. Um, you know, there's uh, uh, I don't know. I think there's probably people that are uh, in in either a Talking Heads or uh, Devo camp if they came from that time period. But I don't see the um, or both. What am I trying to say? Um, uh, uh, I think uh, that I might have merged them in my head though for a while. These two. <laughs> that being said. Um, but, uh, yeah, what, what, what was, uh, what, what do you remember hearing, uh, people talk about as far, as far as like between, uh, Devo, the talking heads, like, uh, I guess when did new wave start coming up in the conversation, uh, for you, Adam, like did people, well, new wave was, you know, I, I, my favorite year of music, my top favorite year is 79 because, you know, there, there was just, everyone had their best record whether it was XTC or talking heads or Devo or, and, and this is, this is 78, you know, but um, it it also, uh, there was the, the sort of hump of the rebellious bands came out, sex pistols, um, the Avengers, uh, you know, a lot of those bands that were more style over substance. And then the substance bands fought back and said, we have something to say. And Devo was part of that and talking heads and, and uh, Blondie, they had their best record. And, um, even Cheap Trick, you know, to me yeah. was new wave rock. And so yeah. it, it was a beautiful sort of year. And I was nine, but it was a beautiful year for musicianship and good packaging, yeah. great bands. And mm-hmm. that rebelliousness wasn't there. It wasn't complacent yet. And it was pre-MTV. So no one had to look great. And so you had yeah. bands that had singers that weren't the best looking singers, but you just cared about the music. And then yeah. uh, when MTV hit in the early 80s, 81, 82, 83, it kind of hurt the the musicianship part. And it was more, uh, we were back to uh, style over substance. And, yeah. and, that, and that's when I started to lose, you know, Duran Duran is cool, but, you know, they just look good. If they were ugly dudes, it wouldn't have worked. So 79 yeah. was a good year. You know, they were fighting yeah. against the, they were fighting against big Pink Floyd and yeah and super tramp who i love but they were fighting against the big stadium well, yeah yes. just big Boston. big uh, uh well exactly. they, they were fighting against the music corporation mm-hmm. uh, machine you know little van halen in there you know yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah all the stadium acts yeah 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 um and Journey. yeah the, they were like they were totally. clearly just sick of it um i know that uh the, the bass player uh talked about it a lot in the interview that i was i was watching um but uh yeah they had a real disdain for where they they felt that rock and and uh, music was going and um yeah they they uh it's i don't even think that they at first considered themselves like musicians necessarily uh as much as uh, uh a performance oh yeah performance arts i think is yes what exactly they were it, performance it, it, art. It eventually became known as exactly you know it is performance yeah. art because it's yeah. a spectacle and it's very unified but they were this record was panned by critics. It wasn't really accepted. Yeah. They were seen as a novelty act. And I think a lot of bands that we end up loving are were novelty acts because yeah. we don't they're so ahead of their time. We don't know what to make of it. We're like, what yeah. is this? Well, and if you pick it up later, like me, you know, it's just one of the many songs that's on commercial radio, uh-huh. you know, so it gets, you know, it gets lost in the sea of 
of uh uh you know the the pop monsters you're yes. saying yes um and uh yeah it's it, it gets it gets them all um i'm just glad that king gizzard is so far not uh been absorbed by the pop machine but I feel like it's going to happen at some point, and I'm like scared and excited. We'll for know. Them, but... We'll know when we see them have like yeah, a number yeah. like 15 hit. They're ma- uh, they're maintaining a really nice underground. When everyone knows. Sorry, who there's a band King that Gizzard I really is, I've, I've been obsessed with. That's when we have to worry about the. <laughs> so explain to me the obsession because I know a lot of people are obsessed with King Gizzard. I know they put three records out every minute. Um, <laughs> well, wow, yeah. See, there you go. You're That's part of the reason it. is because in in October they put three out in October alone. So I was I've been listening to them for like a month straight. Is um, it because you're just it, there's so much? It's like rain. Well, it's like a guys, windstorm in your face, and you just don't you can't take a breath. You just well with this band, pummeling. they're also a what I would call a concept band, and um, so everything they do has a very specific purpose and a very specific sound. Like most of their albums have like, you know, the entire album has is in a similar vein, like whether it's jammy or uh, metal or uh, like dancey, uh, uh, weird synthy stuff. They do a little bit of everything. At this point, they've covered almost all of rock, rock's genres. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think that they they're a band that uh, I think you know devo would respect uh, uh as far as their process goes so um, they have an encyclopedic approach yeah and you feel like if you're a fan of theirs you're getting a little a little bit of the the whole humanity of music history of rock yeah a history of music in, in well, one band yeah. you release that much material you, you kind of got to yeah. cover everything otherwise if they haven't been covered stale. by the pop machine yet i don't think they will i think they're well they're on track for just kind yeah. of maintaining right now. They, they people are scalping tickets from for them though, and and selling them for outrageous prices. So I mean, that is a level uh, of of popularity, yeah. but not like still not on the radio. So you know who knows. Um, but yeah, speaking of uh, what gets on the radio, um, we're going to move on to this next track. Uh, I can't get no yeah. satisfaction. Ooh, which is uh, yeah, uh, uh, we we all know which song this is. Let's just listen, hear it. No, no, no. <laughs> so I wrote down for the a note for this one. This composition is freaking my bean. <laughs> <laughs> my brain does not know what to do with this. Like uh, I haven't I, I don't think I've heard this enough. Like I think I've heard of the background of things, but like really listening to it, it's like, whoa, there's so much going on here. <laughs> like so much to listen for. Um yeah, it's definitely a repeat listening band, Devo. You know, oh, you, you you get you get a little bit out of out of out of each listen, I think. Um, but uh, yeah, you were saying though uh, earlier, this is your favorite uh, favorite Devo song. So um, yeah, th- let's talk about that a little bit. Oh my! I mean, there's you know the original is just a, a blues rock song, and and they took mm-hmm. it and they removed the one. You know, yeah. most songs have a one. Everybody plays together. Yeah, and th- th- there's no one, so that completely. Oh, that's okay. That's what. It's, so it's okay. the one is missing. It's like da 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 da. You know, the one yeah. would be boom da 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 boom. The boom is yeah. the one. 
Yeah. So they yeah. remove the one and but they and make it just, work. Yeah. It's inc- yeah. It's yeah. It's inverted music essentially. Yeah. yeah. And like that's I think what a lot of the new wave movement like ended up being right. Like yeah. I. I I think like um you know the the Devo guy was suggesting in the interview that that he was first before Talking Heads as far they were first before Talking Heads as far they, as the sound they were um, kind of yeah by a year or two okay okay um but uh yeah uh, I think though it was probably something where a lot of people were kind of having similar thoughts you know I think that always happens in music movements where you get like two or three core bands that are doing like similar things and then that catches on and. All of a sudden, you got a little subculture, you know. Um, Here's another reason why I love Devo is a lot of electronic music, whether yeah. it's craft work from that time and now. Yeah. You, when you hear electronic music, you don't think, wow, that's a great drummer. You think that's a great programmer. You know, mm-hmm. when you hear a bass part, you go, oh, they programmed a cool bass part. You know, everything, yeah. everything. And then you get a vocalist and you're like, okay, there's the vocals. I get it. With Devo, you really hear the whole band. So it's yeah, a band yeah. playing electronic music, uh-huh. and there's very few of those. I I I would hard, you'd be hard pressed to find a band playing electronic music from that era um, as well. And now it's yeah. even more programmed. Everything is very very programmed and in the grid and yeah. very dan- it's more dancey. But with yeah. dance music, you want to dance. You're not thinking what a great drummer, yeah. what a great bass player. So yeah. you, to remember that this is a band playing live electronic music is mind blowing because it's so tight yeah. and good. Yeah, these yeah. guys are trying to be like 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 nerds for electronic music while doing rock music. Well, exactly. yeah, while doing yeah, t- just and and like taking a piss on different like genres and uh-huh. and concepts that are in a lot of songs. Um, like uh, yeah, we'll get to it. But there's another song that's like kind of a, a spoof off of a common rock um uh, a thing that happens um but um yeah yeah like you, i like what you said inverted music that's a very uh cool way to to think of it cuz yeah like taking away the one is just that's like that's like literally like messing with people that like music and that's something that the structure of music all as we yeah, know it like yeah like if you know what the it's supposed to be if, you know if with music theory you're like wait wait what, what stop what stop it stop it <laughs> you know you, you cuz you're you can't do this yeah um it was I'm always impressed uh, uh, going back. This interview is really fascinating. I'll put the link in the description. Um, but uh, I was, I'm always fascinated with what the interviewers of the different time periods ask the musicians. Because the musicians are often throughout time kind of similar in the how they respond. They're like... Eh. One, one constant almost. Yeah, yeah. Like they don't want to be labeled. They don't want to you know be put into a box. And uh, you know they don't like really uh, uh, mundane... Uh, uh, you know, questions that they've heard at every single interview on the circuit. You know what I mean? Um, and uh, yeah, this one was no exception. Like the interviewer kept on like trying to ask him like, oh, what's your favorite rock song? Or like, um, where do you think rock is in like a couple of years? Or do you think rock has changed the world in any way? Um, you know, and he had to keep on like telling the the guy like, no, it, it's not that important in the grand scheme of things and, and of, you know, humanity. Like it's just a blip and stuff. And like uh yeah yeah i don't know i just thought it was that, that was so revolutionary back then and i i yeah. know i keep i i don't want to be a dead horse but you know society has norms you know if oh, you yeah, if, yeah. if you want to lock your front house you and you need an extra key you go to locksmith they all look the same where you know if you want to pump gas most pumps are the same 
if you want a, a, a quick burrito at the shop, you know, they're mostly a hot pocket looks. This, I mean, we are used to these, no, yeah. these norms. A beer comes in, a you know, like now they're putting water or liquid death in a beer, you know. But, but <laughs> yeah, that, that's right. The that's liquid, turning yeah. it on its head. And then uh-huh. they're billionaires, right? They're billionaires because uh-huh. they've just changed the game, right? But uh-huh. Devo, Devo said, well, what if you want to pump your gas at the key store? And what if you want to get keys made at the pump? And what if you want burritos at the wedding? You know, and <laughs> they totally changed everything around. So when interviews... Yeah. When when they were interviewed, it was torture because yeah the questions were part of the normal thing that they they think were kind yeah. of like everybody wants the same answers to the same questions. We don't. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We're tired of yeah another song that sounds identical to the last one. You know. Well, so, yeah, and and an interviewer that uh, it's easy to consume that way. And, and, exactly. And, well, and I think that interviewers, you know, maybe what they're doing is they're seeing other interviews, uh, and they're like, oh, I want that. You know, like, I want that question. I want that in my publication. And it's like, you know, a, a reversed way of, you know, that you should be thinking of it. But, um, yeah, I, I I don't know. Maybe we just have a lot more options for interviewers. But, man, they seemed like they were, like, just, I don't know, not great. Um, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. this. Uh, you know, and they get the say? same answers. Like, they go to Journey and say, how's the road? How are, how are the groupies? You know, it's like. Devo didn't have groupies, you know, like every answer, <laughs> they had to make new questions for them, which is another yeah. reason why Devo are amazing. You know, back in 79, yeah. it was like revolutionary. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'd, I'd get sick of it too, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, as far as like the, the concepts of this album goes, um, we're going to get a whole lot of things like Devo, like their, their, their whole uh, uh, point here is to kind of, uh, uh, well, Devo also, I should mention, is uh, short for de-evolution, uh, I guess, the, which is kind of describes their art process. Um, but uh, that, I guess, in a nutshell, is like uh, uh, they see all the, the dumbing down of society around them, and they're trying to both comment on it and reflect it back in a way. Um, so there's a lot of you know just profane and 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 overly sexual and. Um, and, um, you know, things that are supposed to, you know, invoke something in you, you know what I mean? Um, whether it's uh, uh, a PC or not, <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, the, you know, that I remember trying to figure out devolution as a nine-year-old and I couldn't figure it out. And then my stepfather was like, well, you know, he gave me the whole speech about norms, you know, like as a race, we're supposed to like go to school so we can give our parents a break. Then we're supposed to procreate. We're supposed to have kids. We're supposed yeah. to have a job, you know. Yeah. All these things are are what we're supposed to do, and yeah. and the same goes for music and and the music yeah. industry, and and that's why you have the interviewers asking the same old stupid questions. Mm-hmm. And they said, no, it, we're de-evolution. So this is music that you can't procreate to. It's the most asexual <laughs> music ever. It's the most a that's job. A point. You know, it's music that yeah. you'd never want to hear at a job. It make you want to stop and run. It's music that would <laughs> never want you to like finish school. And that's why, to me, it's the most punk of all music because. Uh-huh. There's nothing about it that that wants you to con- wants you to do anything that's that it's completely a- anti-society and it is de-evolution, you know. Yeah. And they yeah. they thought that we were de-evolving as a race, and I I I have to agree. Like in a lot of ways, we're yeah. more dumbed down than we've probably ever been, you know. Yeah, and they're experiencing um, that in the light of the rising like consumerism. You know, obviously the '80s was like a you know, a high point for consumerism, you know, and, uh, yeah, they saw that, that rise, uh, happening. 
This is getting deep. <laughs> and sometimes, and you know what? Sometimes they have songs like uh, the following, which would get them in, in trouble uh, right. and, and make it so they, you know, couldn't get in certain clubs. Um, this is uh, Praying Hands. Ooh. Yeah, so we're going to talk about the lyrics for this track because this one's fun. <laughs> I feel like the first track kind of explains itself. The second one is, you know, a very famous Rolling Stones song. And uh, yeah, this one is where you really get you really get a taste of, of what's to come uh, uh, for the rest of, of uh, their career. Um, yeah, just uh, I got your, you got your left hand. You got your right hand. Your left hand's diddling while the right hand goes to work. Your left hand's diddling while the right hand goes to work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and and then of course you know it, it's juxtaposed with you got both hands, you got praying hands. Um, so like you know, I think that you know, in a way, this is the the commentary is that um, I don't know they're they're um they're trying to maybe make a commentary on I don't know how conservative people view sex and like uh uh yeah I don't know. What what do you guys think of this track? I'm rambling. It's, it's like I mean, it's the same time that like Weird Al was putting his stuff out too, you know. So it's like it really just shows the vein that was smart rock at the time, you know. That's true. I think that uh, I, I was thinking that uh, kind of earlier is that um, you know certain like like maybe Zappa and you know uh, I was gonna say Zappa. Yeah, yeah. yeah certain like comedic uh, uh, focus. Well, not focused, but you know. There's bands that have like comedy in their rock too, you know, um, and it's it's just woven into it. I think this is one of those bands. Yeah, their um, their comedy w- had disdain for the for the normal uh, thing or fallbacks. Yeah, you know, like there's lyrics in here like "Okay, relax and assume the position." Go uh-huh, into dog, uh-huh. go into doggy submission. Uh huh. I mean, uh-huh. that, that's a societal comment. That's like. Uh huh. You know, okay, put your leash on and go back to your job. You know, uh-huh, um, uh-huh. wash your hands three times a day. Always do what your mom and dad say. Brush your teeth in the following way. Wash your hands three times a day. You know, it's it's yeah yeah. It's it's kind of a childlike questioning of, of everything you've been told. Yeah, yeah. Which is yeah. which to me is punk, man. It's like yeah, it's yeah. um, it's very simple and very to the point. It's it's why am I doing this? <laughs> Why are we doing all these things? Yeah, 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 and and you making know? a, a Don't huge do. farce. It's like yeah. zombies. Like you're just going through the day. I I have this. Like mm-hmm. I go here. I like I listen. I don't question. I just yeah assume. Yeah. And it's uh like uh what was it? Why am I thinking? You, you got to fight for your right to party. Oh, BC a boys. little bit. Yeah. BC boys. Yeah, that's got a, that's got a similar kind of vibe to it. You know, uh, like with the you know the the. I can't remember the lyrics. Where his mom throws out his hustler and his best porno mag. His best porno mag, yeah. hustler. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, similar similar kind of thing going on, and uh, that is something that kind of uh, comes up a few times. Uh, the you know uh, you know parental dynamic and uh, rebellion against that. Um, especially you know, you know what, one of these tracks. Th- this fights. You ever drive down a straight road like a and you just you're like how did a half an hour go by? 
at complete North space. Dakota, yes. Oh, and you space, right? <laughs> I remember North Dakota. You know, yeah. and you're like a whole blackout where you like you drove across curves and turns and you're like, <laughs> going the right way. You just don't know quite how you got there. So, yeah. so I think I think Devo is saying in your life, don't do that. Like, don't don't yeah. go on a straight road because it's easy. Yeah. Question why you do things, and you know, praying hands yeah. is one of their many songs that says, you know. Like well, don't don't lose so much time nodding out or not nodding out, but but you know not paying attention. You know? Yeah, zoning out. You know, going zoning along, out. Going along with what you're saying, um, uh, Gerald, uh, Jerry, Jerry, uh, Cassell, um, he uh, he was talking about how he actually knew two of the students that were killed in the Kent State shooting. That's correct. That's correct. They and were. They were. I think that goes into their, you know, at least from his perspective, the whole, their whole, I don't know, approach. Cause you know, he went, he said he went from being a, you know, uh, kind of lovey dovey hippie to like a more like structured idealized or ideological person. You know what I mean? Um, and, uh, yeah, you can definitely see it in, uh, uh at least their approach and how they talk about this project. Like, yeah, they're, they're very, very cognizant. You know, Akron had a lot of pivotal Chrissy Hines from Akron Depot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that Kent State, that Kent State moment affected Neil Young with his song mm -hmm. Ohio. Mm -hmm. It affected Devo. Yeah. It was very pivotal for a lot of musicians and artists. Yeah. So yeah. Um it's just there. a pivotal yeah. pivotal moment in general. I mean, that was one of the you know, most horrific uh uh shootings at a at a college by the authorities ever. You know what I mean? Um, well, it, it was the National Guard, and that's why it was a big deal. Now it's yeah. rampant; like it can happen every day. But it's a random shooter, you know, some crazy person. That's what yeah, they say. yeah. But back exactly. then, it was the National Guard uh -huh. called by the president, you know. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. that had uh, yeah. it was many layers in that. It was a call to arms yeah. for mm -hmm. you know anti-establishment yeah. movement for sure. Definitely, yeah. Um, but uh, there's uh, sorry, there's no easy way to transition out of that conversation into this next track. <laughs> Um, this you next track it. is uh, called Space Junk, and uh, it's it's a it's a bit of a tragedy. Here's a Space Junk. Man, man. <laughs> I still pronounce sometimes like Texas and Memphis in that tone, like Texas. Texas. It's man, this is part of my brain now. I just can't yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, uh, she was uh walking all alone. Sally, her name was Sally, uh, and he never touched her. Uh, but then she was hit by space junk. She was smashed by space junk, and she was killed by space junk. So, <laughs> so I love I, I just love the the bluntness yeah. of this first verse. <laughs> and then it just goes on to the the section that we were just listening to. So I love it because it reminds me of like the older books when I was a kid, like, you know, see spot, see spot was like see Sally walking <laughs> yeah. down the street uh -huh. in the head by space. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, she's been it's crushed. <laughs> yeah. Dang. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um and then uh so what what what's your take on uh this section here though that we played? Um 
because it seemingly seemingly uh, has nothing to do with the other two verses if you're just kind of glancing at it. But I'm sure that that's not the case. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, this any, any ideas, like a, guys? This song's a throwback. This is like growing up 50s and 60s and the space race, and they're, they're, they had Russia had the, Sp the Sputnik, and we had we weren't filled with satellites yet, and what if satellites Not hit yet. each other and start falling from the sky? And it's that sort of um, like, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, maybe they're in 60. I don't know when they were born, but um, they have still have that fear of, of the space race and the and the Cold War and the accumulation of stuff that you can't see, but yeah. can affect you one day. You know, we don't, get, we get definitely don't think about that enough. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's a lot of garbage up there. There is a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... There was something that made more garbage up there recently, right? Amazon? <laughs> yeah, Amazon's just sending their, their garbage their into packages. space now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, space junk's real. But, uh, like that movie Gravity. It doesn't, I don't think that yes. it comes and hits people in the head and kills them very often, though. That's uh, usually burns up in the that's atmosphere, fun. you know? But that's like a childlike fear of yeah, a, a, a band that yeah. was maybe born in 60, you know? And yeah, yeah. Didn't it, know, it, it, didn't it know any better? You yeah, know, they were yeah. they were nine when when the you know when Armstrong was on the moon and everything yeah. seemed like uh, new and fresh. Right. You know? I always forget about that part of culture and and it's you know how it affected. It was almost like their uh, uh, Y two K or year two thousand. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like everything was just like chromed out for a few years. You know? Um, yeah, everyone was like obsessed with space for a little while. You know? Get in the little duck and cover, and you're you're pretty sold. Yeah, right? yeah, you know. Just, just uh, wait out the whole Y2K bug and fallout shelters. Yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. My old school member had like the big things uh, attached right to the side. This is building as a fallout shelter. I'm like, oh, cool. I'm oh, yeah, first through fourth yeah. grade. I'm like, I'm like, safe from fallout, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did some of those drills, but I don't think we had the right, we had the same context as you guys. You know what I mean? We were out, out of the Cold War pretty, pretty, pretty clearly, you know. For musically, I have my favorite. I, this is my favorite track in the album okay just like the the backing vocals yeah like, do like the basically like you know the vocals calling out the lines but then like the second come in space junk just like yeah it just gives us this great like vibe but then also when as he starts like going listening it starts getting this very manic but yeah. like there's still the very calm space junk but he's like just huh. going like fast it feels, really like kind of, feels like yeah. it's kind of speeding up but it's not just the tone of the yeah singing the guitar just feels like it's like well as you say the guitar like almost, i uh, think panicky like it's yeah. very manic in a sense i think it's the guitar that for me makes it makes it feel that way because it's just like kind of it almost seems like it's infinitely going upwards but it's not yeah you know i don't know i don't, I don't know how to explain it but um yeah 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 it's 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 like he's, he's looping like the, the it's like sheer panic there's yeah, worrying about yeah. space junk yeah yeah uh, i'm starting to understand the song a little more now guys Thank you. Uh, uh, I just needed the context. Right. Um, uh, speaking of context, uh, you're going to need some context for this next track. Uh, this next track is called Mongoloid. And uh, yeah. we'll, we'll I'll explain uh, in a second. Now, I know what you're thinking out there. You can't just go song. and say that. 
but um, yeah, so uh, some people people are triggered right now. Yeah, maybe. But um, yeah, this is definitely one of those terms uh, that was pretty common for a while. You know, I definitely heard this a lot when I was I was a kid. Um, but, um, yeah, it's, it's obviously an outdated term at this from, point from an, from an uncle, <laughs> like a great uncle who was in the war. Right. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. 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 Just it's time for Thanksgiving. It's a very, very exactly. old, it, it's a very old feeling word at this point. You know what I mean? We don't have a lot, a lot of, a lot of oids, uh, uh, these days. Um, maybe Metroid Metroid's probably Metroid the, the big one, but, um, yeah, it's it's a very like, you know, like we said before, this is supposed to be in your face. It's supposed to be subversive. And um, I think that they're even aware of the taboo nature of what they're doing uh, as, they're, as they're doing it. It's a tongue in cheek kind of approach to that. Um, and honestly, it's pretty positive towards the uh, um, person in question. <laughs> He's happier than you and me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's happy. it's. It's, uh, you know, regardless of the, you know, uh, uh, the taboo uh, nature of uh, of what they're talking about, like it's it's still a pretty um, I don't know. It's a great track. First of all, it's it's a really good track. I really enjoy this track. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But uh, I probably won't be singing along with it so much. But um, yeah, it is. Got your earbuds in, walking through the grocery store, just singing. Yeah, right, right, exactly. Yeah, just singing to myself. Like, dude, what did he just? What was he just singing? <laughs> just, and you're the happiest guy there. Yeah, just. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love that it comes after uh, the the space junk song too. So we got a little little juxtaposition there. Um, you know, with this happy dude, happy go lucky, you know, no care in the world dude, and then you know, coming after the kind of paranoid space junk song. You know, um, this one, he's almost, it's almost like he's a superhero in this track. Honestly, like this almost seems like a, like a theme for a, a show almost, yeah. you know, just a poorly pitched cartoon show. <laughs> yeah. 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 This one, this one didn't probably make the cut. <laughs> no. So got to the desk of cartoon network uh, or Hanna-Barbera. I'm Rubber sorry. Stamp failed. Yeah. 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 This isn't going to be the, the Flintstones spinoff. <laughs> Sorry. The uh, Mongoloids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the, what the, Funny oh, or die. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That, that, that's where it would be. That's yeah. uh, actually, yeah. Yeah. Someone get Will making, Ferrell as the dad. Uh huh. That I think that they would, it would, it would, it would, would land do. coming from Will Ferrell. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Um, but, uh, speaking of, uh, Flintstones or Flintstones. Yeah. The Flintstones. Flintstones. Yeah, yeah. Flintstones. I, for some reason that sounded wrong when I said it. Um, but, uh, uh, speaking of the Flintstones, um, and de-evolution in general, this next track, uh, is called, uh, Jocko Homo, which is, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. means, uh, shit, I don't think I wrote down what it means. I'm going to try to look it Another up. Another trigger in the name though. So, uh, uh well, this one's, this one's accurate though. This one's like a, like, Scientific. I think Latin, I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this we actually hope, means something. Yeah. I believe. Uh, but yeah, Jocko Homo. Oh, we D-V-O. D-V-O. <laughs> oh, that's a great song. Yeah, yeah. 
This one, so they I would mean, they would play that for hours and clear the room in certain circumstances. I'm just not even surprised. <laughs> That's the best way to deal with shit like that. Um, oh man, uh, I did not find any uh, information besides it being um, oh oh monkey man. I guess is what it's supposed to mean. Yeah, monkey man. So yeah, I don't think does Jocko mean monkey. I don't know. Maybe it just means monkey man to them, but it's, it's kind of a, yeah. uh, this is kind of a thematic, a uh, thematic, thematic. Is that a word? This this is their song. We trouble with my words today, um, but this is the song. This is the big, this is the Devo song. Like everyone knows, at least knows of this like chorus, even if they have known nothing of the band. You know what I mean? This is a very repetitive. It's very, you know, if you're if you're if your infant hears this, they're going to be repeating it. Like this is something that, uh, uh, yeah, really I think solidified them in the consciousness. It's the uh, theme song. Yeah, yeah, and it's just so out there. It's just so. There's like nothing again anti music. Nothing really that's supposed to work about it. It's just a song. Yeah, but are we men? No. We are Devo. But just that back, you can get stuck in your head, at least for me, so easily I'll be driving all of a sudden. Like, I mean, it doesn't take much. All of a sudden, like, yeah. it just, like, keeps creeping on. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's going to start it's, humming a little beat. and Yeah, mesmerizing. Um, maybe hypnotizing it, it, a little bit. I was going to say hypnotic, and that yeah. sounds like, oh, we are. Man, if I, was, if I was at one of those shows where they're trying to get people to leave, I would be there for hours, man. You know, it's, I saw <laughs> them in 85. With the drum, first drummer of the Mommy Heads, we were teenagers, and yeah. they did this really smart thing. They they made us wait a long time. We it was at the Ritz in New York, and they had this band open that was uh, like uh, they were awful. They they purposely yeah. had an awful band open <laughs> that was some some dude and a synth and 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 another dude with a shaker, and they had new wave haircuts, and it was just the tension was beyond like everyone people started throwing things at the first band like it was all planned <laughs> it, it was like it was That's like awesome. a monty python skit by the time people got on stage they had they had harnessed the frustration in the room for their benefit in such an eloquent way yeah and it was and it was tight you know everyone was just smashed together yeah 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 a, a lot of bands want a good band to open they, they want to sort of make a night of it you paid good money they didn't care. They, they they put the worst band ever in front. Yeah, that's that's like forty chess right there. Well, that's kind yeah. of like the Beastie Boys. Like their first tour was opening from Madonna. And oh yeah, they were like and no that one backfired cared on them. To, well, no, well, not <laughs> that, that really. went the other direction because then they became the more well and more known. Yeah, it was kind of on her part because she enjoyed known. it because like it kind of like made her like even sound better. Like people yeah. really got in her more. Like it was just like. It was a really Man. weird uh, plan because I believe at one point they're like, oh, should we just stop? Like, no, no, you guys are fine. Like, just, just, just keep going. Like, I wonder how many uh, relationships were forged in the uh, crowds of those shows. You know, Beastie Boys fans. Probably not many because fans. No one knew the Beastie Boys then. It was basically fans of Madonna. Oh, so it was just Madonna fans that yeah, were just were, like, what is they were what is they this? only had at that point they had like three or four <laughs> songs tops. Like they okay, didn't have okay, much okay. in their repertoire. I was forgetting. I think the, I think the ultimate juxtaposition, juxtaposition was Jimi Hendrix opening for the Monkees, you know, oh, and he man. goes, Jimmy goes up with like his outfit, and he's like singing about stones That's... from the sun, third stone from the sun, or whatever. Yeah. And, Why would that? And happen? then the Monkees are singing about like you know, uh, yeah. You know, oh, 
They're, they're doing their monkey music. Yep. Hey, there was the monkeys. A, there was a time when the monkeys were bigger than Hendrix. Well, <laughs> he was somewhat of an unknown, and they had a TV show, so it was just. Uh, that's were, true. They had the TV show. I guess. They might have had the same booking agent, but think about that. Like, I did like the TV shows. That's kind I of. Used weird. To, I used to watch the TV show when I was a, I was a child. Was taped off of VHS. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I was like, hey, it's those guys that pretend to be the Beatles whatever <laughs> um that's some cr- great tricks. i literally thought that the monkeys were a a just purely a joke band i didn't know that they had they were like serious about their music for a, a yes period. and no <laughs> well because like they were i mean the show was a, they were a joke band but like you know they cared about their tracks and stuff which is something i thought that at first it was just like all a joke but uh yeah yeah anyway that's my theory on the monkeys guys um, but uh, yeah, we got we got a uh, couple more tracks for you after this break that we're gonna take. We got five more, and uh, when we come back, we're gonna we're gonna do a little bit of uh, what is Dave drinking. So uh, look forward to that on the other side of this break. Welcome back, everybody, to What is Dave Drinking, the segment of the podcast where we go around and we find out what everyone is sipping on tonight. And uh, we have uh, we got Dave back here to to talk about what he's sipping on. He's got he's got a couple couple special things here. Uh, what, what, what do you got? Well, I started out with uh, listening through with the uh, some of the wedding bush light because mm-hmm. why not? Yeah, limited edition. Limited can. edition. Yeah, they got the yeah. camo, so yeah. you can find those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, started technically really with the straight jacket from uh, Revolution. That was a, kind of a shout out to Nick, who cannot make it tonight. Uh, no, the other, right. the other Devo fan that mm-hmm. l- would have loved to have been here, but he forgot he had a flight going out to Vermont. <laughs> ah, yes, <laughs> He's like, yeah. I can't that'll stop it. you. Yeah. It, well, it was he probably really couldn't do it from the airport or there. So yeah, yeah, unless he, he pays for the the Wi Fi, even then, I don't know. Yeah, it's sketchy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So straight jacket for Nick, and then. Uh, the 2019 Surly Darkness because I haven't had a darkness in a while. So yeah, hold on, let me sip that. I love so, some darkness. It's the nicest regular stout, nothing crazy, but mm. just done right. Ooh, mm. yes, I love. I'm, darkness I'm, too. I'm, I'm drinking a Catskill Brewery. Catskill Brewery. All right, where's that from? Do you know? Uh, well, it should be from Catskill, New York, but it's made in Clifton Park. Okay. Um, Home of Nexium, which you can watch Nexium. on, which is that crazy cult. Uh, oh and, uh, shit, that's right. <laughs> okay, and it's called Ball, Ball Lightning Pilsner. Damn, Ball orange lightning. with a raccoon. That looks awesome. Wait, is that a? It's a raccoon or yeah, something yeah. like some yeah. devil raccoon. It's either a raccoon or a badger, but they both. Oh, have it like could the be a same, badger. They have the same shape. Tank. But it's violent. It's like yeah. coming at you. Yeah, yeah, man. I that's what makes me think pilsner. it's a badger because like badgers are usually the ones Aggressive. that are like yeah, yeah. This yeah, this yeah. is yeah. out during the day, uh-huh. and you're like call animal control. That's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Whatever you're, that you're is, definitely... electric badger. Uh huh. Run that's, for it. That's very cool though. That would make a cool superhero. You know. Maybe, maybe a maybe uh, a a nemesis for Sonic. That's Electric close, Badger. It's close to uh, Rocket. Yeah, yeah. There you or go. Maybe it's just Rocky Raccoon. Maybe he's one really crazy after the whole yeah, the yeah. shootout. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> after the shootout. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm sipping on the same things that uh, Dave is sipping on: some Bush Light, Straight Jacket, and the Darkness. 
And uh, we're going to end our segment today with the Swill Corner. Yes, the Swill Corner over here is sipping on your classic Mr. Boston vodka. Yep, yep. With a little Sprite. A little Sprite, a little, little chaser, you know. That's, that's, yeah, that's, what yeah. I'm, that's what I'm over here with tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I do recommend getting an earthquake if you are in the Swill Corner because that's cheap and it's 10% and it is quite the beer. Okay. Is that the one? Do I have some of those still left in the fridge? Is I don't that what those think are? so. I don't think so. The high uh, gravity? gravity, yeah, the high yeah. gravity. Yes, I'm like afraid of those. Honestly, they'll put you on the floor. Well, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, so one of gravity. Them, yeah, you really, yeah. you really only need one of those. Yeah, yeah. Maybe one of these days I'll just drink yeah. one for the podcast. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's 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 not. We'll see if we finish the podcast. Yeah, yeah. We'll see if I finish the podcast. If you only drink in one, it'll just give you quite the buzz. All right, all right. That's just how it goes. All right. Well, uh, yeah, that's what we've been. That's what we've been sipping on, and a little glimpse into my fridge. On uh, what is Dave drinking? And of course, we gotta get back to the Devo. Are we not men? Um, And uh, they they already did answer the question, but there are plenty of tracks left. So uh, we got six tracks left for you. This next one is too much paranoia's. reminds me so oh, much yeah. of like something like sig sig spundick would try to do like just so weird off the wall like but yeah less talented uh-huh uh-huh oh man i love i love the soundscape on this track man uh, especially with it being you know too much paranoia you know it really captures that kind of You're freaking uh, out man yeah 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 just like it's like uh it's like a david lynch film or something um <laughs> you do not want to be on out tripping on anything listening to that music yeah no. any drug whatsoever no yeah i think that you're right this would be bad it, it would be a bad, bad trip it would go bad fast yeah, yeah yeah um but yeah i wanted to capture some of their like their really like weird uh uh musicianship that they display because <laughs> it's just oh man it sounds so crisp but so discordant at the same time it sounds like an accent, but at the same time, it's not. It's like just purposely, just perfectly well done. Mm-hmm. Anti music. They just de evolutionize music. Yeah. Is that what 12 Country Greats was? Anti music? Yeah. Anti country? It was. They only gave you 10. But mm. yeah. Maybe this is a new thing. Maybe this is like a new subgenre we're, we're discovering you know? here. Anti. There's, there's probably like several bands that have that approach. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. Um, but no, no, no one does it quite as well as Devo. Um, they, they like kind of set the, the, the bar, bar high. for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. Any, any other thoughts on too much paranoia guys? I mean, this one's, uh, I'm just reminded that David Bowie was brought in to remix the record because oh he's oh, David yeah. Bowie was friends with Eno Yeah, and Bowie and Fripp got their cassette tape at the same time which is king Whoa. crimson so you know you had all these heavy hitters that were like fighting over this band yeah yeah and i don't think you know because i don't think he produced any other of the records i don't know if they got along that well so there was a lot of no, friction and so there's friction you could hear it like i think you know wanted to experiment and they didn't they love their demos so yeah yeah i don't think 
Bowie and the band got along together either. Either. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't know at all. They actually. never did anything else together. Yeah, yeah. I know that he was. You know, they were. Um, Bowie was a huge inspiration on the bass player. Um, I uh, uh, there was like a specific tour that he went on that Bowie uh, played that uh, kind of was part of the spark that uh, ended up uh, creating Devo because he saw what like Bowie was capable of doing on stage and like what he was putting out there and he he was like oh. You know, Another maybe I can take a different this, approach, like yeah. a more artistic approach to uh, uh, the stage show. You know, the other thing also is Neil Young had a Devo moment because he he was a huge fan of the band, and he yeah. did that fl flop record called Trans, and he has some very new wave Devo esque. I think he oh, yeah. collaborated with them. Yeah, um, yeah, which is which is crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's Mr. The, Acoustic. That's the cool thing about Neil Young. He's always like he always like has so much respect for like the new new kids in town. You know, totally. Like I think that's why he he always stays like uh, at least well at least uh, 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 loved. You know, even if people aren't listening to his music, it's like Neil that's Young though. Right. He's he's still a cool cool dude. Um, because he yeah he can see he can see that raw talent and he can see where you know he doesn't have the pretension that some people have about their own music, you know, and thinking that's it's the epitome of like Gene what music Simmons? should be. Yeah, yeah, he's a he's an <laughs> anti Gene Simmons, honestly. That's probably the furthest opposite I can think of for Neil Young shit. Uh <laughs> It'd be great to see Neil Young replace Gene Simmons with his show. Man, in I would, the makeup, I would in pay the makeup, money yes. for that show. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I, I would absolutely. And then, the and then Gene Thunder. Simmons goes to play with, uh, with, with. Uh, well, now I was gonna say, uh, what is their, what is the band that he plays with? Yeah, the 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 horses, right? Oh. CSNS. Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Simmons. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, and Simmons. Ah, and yeah, Simmons. and Simmons. Yeah, yeah. 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 I would pay for that What's, tour. What, what is the Simmons part? Oh, Gene oh, Simmons. Gene Simmons. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, yes correct. correct yes. <laughs> it's okay. So, so Neil Young is singing "Love God." You know, he does his thing, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And then, and then Gene, you know, is all up in the uh, sort our of, house. You know, yeah, yeah. Our house. <laughs> uh, this is our house. Take one. You know, like I could just see him counting it off. <laughs> he's so serious. Whenever you see him uh, outside of the makeup, he's so. I think that's makes it even more fun. I'm like, dude, what are you? Why are you so serious why? right now? You're, what is this? What are you? What are you getting so? He, admit, about? he, he admitted recently he has no friends. It was like a weird <laughs> post oh, really? I saw, and I thought that makes a lot of sense. You know? Yeah, like, it does. It does too make serious. It he's yeah, he's he's serious, but he also wants to be seen as not as I don't know as, as aloof maybe, but I don't know. It's a weird dichotomy, that guy. It's he's such an odd dude. He's not an odd fellow. He needs to do a show just on him. Yeah, yeah. We'll get to that with the third episode of uh, of our Music Movies Tonight oh. uh, YouTube series. Uh, you'll you'll see a little bit of Gene Simmons in that. Oh, can't wait. Um, but uh, yeah, we got we got a couple more tracks for you guys. Uh, this next track, I actually have two clips for you guys because um, I wanted to um, I wanted you guys to get a sense for the main riff that's kind of going throughout the song. And then uh, hear it uh, uh, with the chorus because I think that, um, yeah, it, it, it helps. So here's the main riff uh, from the beginning area. Yeah, 
definitely one of my favorite moments in the album for sure that that minute or or however long that is um and then uh, here's a little bit of the chorus I always feel like he should keep saying feeling over and over, like more than two times, but yeah. Five minutes of Devo in that song. Yeah, yeah. It's a long one. Um, and there's also, yeah, Slap Your Mammy is like kind of a different track on its own, but uh, I, I chose All Gut Feeling because I like that one better. But um, uh, uh, yeah, I uh, I just love this, uh, how this uh, uh, jam thing, first of all, it's the first track that's got just a full... I don't know, just a full minute of one kind of continuous Loop. thing going, yeah. you know? Um, it's, it it feels jam. the most... This one doesn't feel as much anti-music, I guess. This, this feels their, very This music. is their fish moment, their jam band moment. Yeah, And, and yeah. it's somewhat conceptual because it's pairing two two pieces together and yeah. weaving them like effortlessly. Yeah, yeah. Because, um, uh, yeah, we were, we were talking earlier about how like the... The the vocals are almost their own thing on top of the jam, you know. Um, and then, um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. This is a this is a fun one though. Um, I'm just picking up the the lyrics here. Um, it's that opening riff that don't like. Yeah. So you go before it even hits that stride. It's it's such a power, just a great opening to that instrumental is amazing. Yeah. I I I feel like I thought this is like when it first started. I was like. Is this from a different album? Is this a different band? Like, did I like you know? I I thought it was not Devo. You know what I mean? I thought that this was maybe uh, another. Spotify screwed up in his. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's just so concise and so uh, normal sounding compared to the rest of the tracks. I guess you know what I mean. Maybe they let Eno take over more in this one, and it wasn't maybe. so controlled. Uh huh. Uh huh. I I mean I I and I think that's it's a good uh, move. You know, it's like a really long Roxy intro. Yeah. <laughs> Like they don't, because they don't, you know. I mean, I know they're trying to be subversive, but they don't need to be subversive at all, all times. Right. You know what I mean? I think that sometimes it's a palate just, cleanser. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, and then at the end, we have uh, the slap your mammy down, slap your pappy down uh, <laughs> uh, outro thing, um, which is like its own own song, um, which kind of, kind of continues the you know kind of anti parents, uh, anti uh, authority. Uh, like quite like we're not going to take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twisted sister. Uh, yeah, it's the twisted sister of <laughs> of uh, of the album, if you will. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. Um, gut feeling, classic track, and then we uh, we get on to another uh, classic style of a track. This one is a play off of your uh, jukebox heroes, or maybe your Tommies. You know, um, this is kind of a play off of the the rock myth song uh a guitarist myth song here's Joni or johnny johnny Poor Dotson. Yeah. The poor Dotson got crushed by that semi. All that's left was the guitar. 
<laughs> There's kind of a twangy thing in that song. Yeah. That yeah. I find from Whippet, which is, you know, country, gu- oh, slightly, yeah. I dare I say country guitar, like, yeah. and, and like that, it's pumped, but you could tell that they were influenced by stuff other than just German electronica. I was going to say, I do love the, 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 uh, the uh the bass in the in the whippet song just as a side oh. note like there's just Incredible. very bluesy very heavy yeah that's a yeah that's one of those real real memorable lines that you just you learn one of the first times you pick up the bass you know because it's so fun this uh this is uh I, I love that uh this is another track uh, kind of like uh space junk where someone just dies randomly you know <laughs> uh it's it, it's uh you know it's it, uh, the 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 flippancy with which they they talk about this stuff is always fun society is dangerous yeah yeah society you know you can you can just you know get destroyed by a semi out of nowhere or, or space junk or space junk. On, yeah yeah, yeah. It, it's it's unpredictable you never know when you're gonna go uh like it's kind of good giving you you know the, the their i think the message here is that uh, uh, life is temporary, and you only have so much time. You know, like <laughs> I'm sure it's there's tenuous. Some... Yeah, it's tenuous. That's right. That's right. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. I just this is just a fun. Uh, I like that he uh he has in here. Uh, Johnny went to a pawn shop, bought himself a guitar. Now he's gonna go far. You know. <laughs> oh yeah. It's in like all of those style he's gonna tracks. Be a jukebox a hero. Yep, he's gonna be a jukebox hero. He's gonna be. He's gonna be Tommy gonna be uh uh, uh quadrophenia uh, <laughs> i couldn't think of any other examples uh <laughs> i mean it's a, it's a jam like those those songs really are like you know hype hype songs for rock you know what i mean like if you're a rock fan they're, for brian they're adams when he bought his first real six string oh yeah yeah which one was that on? Oh yes, and summer '69, summer '69, summer '69. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. the band they tried real hard. Yeah, they didn't make it real far. So there, there yeah. So there's like, there's at least like, like four or five. Oh, it's we've, probably way more we've listed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is definitely they are playing on a trope. Uh, 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 let us know. Uh, call in actually one six zero eight hit nerd. I'm curious what your favorite. Uh, rock uh, guitarist uh, uh, mythical tune is or there's one that we haven't heard or something Johnny B. Good? Uh, jo- well yeah oh yeah that's right Johnny B. Good was one of the main oh, yeah. inspirations that's right yeah um, and uh, you know the the obviously the the play being here that it's spelled J-O-N-E-E for Johnny which is like not more art, a more artsy version of Johnny B. Good yeah it's, like- it's not any spelling of Johnny that I, I've ever seen <laughs> uh but uh, yeah, we got two more tracks for you guys. Uh, this next one is uh, kind of uh, getting back to that that praying hands mode uh, that they were in uh, with uh, Sloppy. I saw my baby getting. <laughs> oh man 
just I love their their way of of doing innuendo. You know, they're just so good at it. Um, I think there's a few Queen songs that have some really good innuendo, but I'm blanking on them. But he was good at innuendo too. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I think they had yeah. a song called Innuendo. Well, yeah, they, yeah, that might be what I'm thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, innuendo. I wonder and Queen. if that was an innuendo, and we keep yeah. it's like two mirrors facing each other. <laughs> yeah, infinite, infinite innuendos. The infinity innuendo. Yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, th- this song. I mean, you know, the lyrics. We don't really have to even. There's no subtext, really. It it, it pretty much is is uh, you know, a, a dude and a, a lady getting it on. You know, be careful. Be careful. What 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 happened? What 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 don't is read it about? These lyrics. Don't don't read them out loud. You're saying. Um, Some lines don't read them verbatim. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, basically, uh, the lady gets a car, and uh, he at some point. Thinks that he missed a hole, and then it gets sloppy. So that's uh, that's all the context I'll give that's you. That's all you gotta say. That's all I'll give you. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's right up there with like an Al Green song. If you're really thinking about it, it's that's it's true. That's true. This is just cutting out the the middleman. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's getting straight to what it's about. It's about sex. It's about fucking. <laughs> you know, like yeah, Al yeah. Green. Yeah. You know, he beats around the bush too much. Yeah. He's Devo's just trying to get right in there. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> well, if anything, no that's subtlety. what they—that's what they saw, you know. Like it's that—that's that, one of the barriers they were trying to break through, you know. That's true. They were really—that um, was something that prevented them from getting in certain <laughs> we're spaces. We're—we're we're punk and new wave. We're not trying to like beat around the bush. We want to talk about it. We want to—we want to do well, it. Well, yeah, this was also. I mean, it wasn't quite the point where, like, you know, people were clamoring for like, you know, censorship, like, like mm-hmm. parental advisory, yeah. but like. It was more of a like a social uh, uh, sensory that was happening right. by by people that were like you know if you if you if you do anything at least a, a certain level of uh, that has a certain level of sexual promiscuity we don't want any part of it mm-hmm. you know what I mean even if it's commentary on that you know what I mean like the the, the whip it video apparently they had some trouble uh, with the, the whip it video originally uh, getting it. Oh, it's, uh, it's, it's a little, um, it's a little uh, risque. Well, and they lost. Uh, I was gonna say they lost a. They, they were gonna be on a a variety show, and they they missed their chance because like the the person requested like, hey, uh, uh, do you, uh, do you mind if I see your Whippet music video? I saw that it, you know it came out recently, and uh, they sent the Whippet music video, thinking nothing of it, and they were promptly dropped from that oh, show. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, you know, there's. There's definitely some uh, 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 barriers that they faced. It's like uh, the Ed Sullivan Sullivan show, you know, trying to tell uh, the doors not to not to talk about getting, you know, high. Oh or, yeah, uh, bef- yeah, that was the big banning, thing back then. Actually, yeah, he wouldn't he wouldn't take the Beatles uh-huh. actually at first, and then yeah. they got really big, and then he had to take them, and then they raised that price because yeah, they wouldn't. You yeah. wouldn't take him at first. Or just you know? showing Elvis's gyrating hips. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Then it's, at one point, it was the gyrating <laughs> yeah, hips. Words, it's you know? just a picture of a man yeah, on dance. Yeah. I mean, and uh, and and now, I mean, we live in a, a, an age uh, post-WAP. Yes. So, I mean, we live in a completely different mm-hmm. a different uh, space as far as what's allowed in a, in a song on the radio, you know? Right. Um, but yeah, yeah, this is, I mean, this is like kind of quaint compared to some of the st- stuff you hear on the radio these days. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but, uh, yeah, but, but, but what's, what's cool about it though, is it's, it's got this high production, this, you know, high concept and they really, you know, they're trying to get a message or at least a, 
I don't know, a, 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 a feeling across uh, from you. You know what I mean? Um, but uh, yeah, we just got one more track left for you guys, though. Um, no. And I know, I know. It's, it's just Diva. no This one is one of those, it's like only 30-something minutes. Yeah, it's a it's really, really, really short. I was really surprised yeah, how short it was. It's one of those no-filler kind of albums, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but uh, yeah, this track is actually, I think, my favorite. Uh, this is uh, Shrivel Up. Oh, I think that's that's uh, the bass player. That's that's Cassell. Oh, is that him singing? Yeah, because it's. it's oh yeah, sounds, that does sound very different. Sound like yeah. Mark Mothersbaugh, and it's such a nice change. Yeah, yeah. And he's so creepy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah, it's got just a, a a a interesting vibe to it in general. It's a very weird. I mean, yeah, we've said that probably a lot this this uh, episode, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, this one. Uh, uh, this one. I don't know what it is about it, but I, I, I think I heard this like uh, uh, on the radio or or saw something before because this one's well, you know, very familiar. You know to what me. I was gonna say about this is that I love because this is 1980, right? No, really 78. 78. Okay, okay. But they were working well, see, on some like, of these songs for like, a few years. So you know, it's like like the because um, Weird Al came out and like 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 real early 80s you know and it's just like this is like similar to kind of like what he was doing but like they're they're just doing it they're just doing it naturally with songs he was kind of like doing it with like like parody you know yeah well he was uh uh, infamously uh uh he was the the uh i forget which member of the band but uh they said they will never forgive weird al for having created dare to be stupid you know what I mean? Because yeah. it would have been the perfect addition to their like catalog, right? You know, that kind of. I, of I love track. Weird Al, but Weird Al, you can take home to your to your grandparents. You know, right. yeah, the, yeah. The, the He's... Evo, you don't take home. And no. the other thing about '78 is, think about what was top ten. You know, it was Donna Summer, it was yeah, Andy Gibb, Mac. Andy Gibb, Shadow Dancing, and Debbie uh-huh. Boone. You light up my life. Yeah, yeah. and there like. Was... Um, all the best stuff was not necessarily on the Super radio. Still right? had some disco play. It was disco. It was poppy. And, yeah. and, and you know, Shrivel Up uh, comes out. Yeah, uh, it doesn't fit with the rest of that stuff. No. 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 Like the Commodores, Three yeah. Times a Lady. Yeah. Like, I don't see where does Devo fit into the, yeah. the general public's maybe, maybe consciousness. I'm starting to understand why it's called New Wave. You know, because like it's like they hadn't they they just didn't know else what else to say about it. So they're like, it's new, it's different, well, it's not what we, was we, before. We can't just put <laughs> yeah, yeah. We can't just put hand as a genre, so it's new wave. Well, that's the thing. Like I remember in well, the two thousands, yeah, you got to label stuff, and like you know, yeah, in the two thousands, you had the Strokes, whatever, and they it was like new wave sound. But just because you wear red pants and you got a certain haircut. And you're yeah. you're playing guitars a certain way doesn't make you new wave to me. If you mm-hmm. have Debbie Boone, you light up my life, and Devo, Devo comes around with Shrivel Up. That's a new wave to me. You know, 
Yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. when a, it when it happened, it was it was literally a new wave. But yeah, exactly. There's plenty of people that let you know uh, uh, go back to the style. Like people bring back the new wave style in in many different ways uh, these days. Like there's been a real uh, appreciation for that. But um, yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely uh, back then it was obviously cutting edge. Like we were, we, were, we we talked about in. Um, uh, the the other episode uh, we had you on, um, it just people weren't ready. For I think we did this. drums and yeah. wires XTC. Drums which and was wires, oh, yeah, seventy nine. Good, yeah, good yeah. So yeah. yeah, this is this is uh, in when when new wave is in its infancy, it hasn't quite got the the respect that it deserves yet. You know exactly. Yeah, yeah. and it doesn't want it. And that yeah, exactly. And that's the no, that's it, the paradoxical thing about new wave. Uh, kind of like want uh, respect. <laughs> almost like alternative in a way, like s- similar kind of uh, like they didn't like they wanted to be subversive and ended up being the thing. Um, I don't you know. think Devo ever got in the in the Hall of Fame. I can't imagine they've ever gotten in there. But well, yeah, I think be... Talking Heads probably kind of st- like stole that thunder in a took, way. Took that sort of yeah hit making machine to mm-hmm. another level. Yeah, yeah. But I, you know, Devo to me also is a band in my dreams that just doesn't show up. They just don't go. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I mean, it would be, it'd be weird, I guess. Like is Ween in the rock and roll hall of fame? <laughs> oh, no way. I doubt. You know what I mean? There's like certain bands that wouldn't, wouldn't be there and wouldn't want it. Just, <laughs> you know, they got, you know, maybe they have an orthodontist appointment. Or something <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they have more important things going on in their lives. Exactly. Right. Um, uh, but uh, yeah. So uh, any other any other thoughts on uh, Devo? Uh, are we not men? Uh, that's uh, that's the last track. We guys. are Shrivel Devo. Shrivel up we also kind of. <laughs> but um, I was just gonna say the last track kind of does sum up a lot of the things they're talking mm-hmm. about throughout the album, though I it kind of too. gets the themes all uh, all wrapped up uh, together. Um, the theme juice that's all sloppy. The theme juice that's all sloppy. Um, oh yeah, I was gonna say, um, I like this, uh, the, the God-given fact part really, really works for me. Um, the God-given law that you're gonna lose your ma, yes, you're gonna lose your ma. The God-given fact, you gotta buy him by the sack, and then, uh, it's a God-given law, you're gonna get small, yeah, you're gonna get small. Which I think is referring, of course, to their, uh, de-evolution, uh, kind of, mindset you know uh kind of wrapping that up in a, in a nice little bow um yeah this is fun fun track though um i uh, really enjoy the the vocals and else compositions but we have one more thing we're going to do before we get out of here guys and that's go around the horn and find out what everyone's been listening to and uh what they have to plug so um i'm gonna start we'll go to dave john and then we'll end with adam um, I have been listening to a bit of, um, I'm going to say a bit of Jet and uh, King Gizzard. I was on a uh, the Over Under rated podcast. You may have heard the, the you know, a few episodes back. Um, I'm not sure uh, when my episode's dropping, but it is out there. It is going to be out there at some point. Um, and uh, it's a great podcast. Uh, and as far as plugs, I will say, uh, probably by now the third episode of music movies tonight is out. So go check out our, uh, uh, breakdown of the collapse of Western civilization part two. Oh yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, then what about you, Dave? What have you been listening to? What do you got to plug? 
uh, just throwing together a, a playlist for that one group. So uh, some of the bands that I was listening to a lot to go into this was uh, Dessa, okay, uh, Desarc, Slow Reader, Q Not You, and some At the Drive-In kind of the last few days, throwing yeah. some other random stuff together. Yeah. And for a shout out, unless we want to cover this at the very end, but uh, there was a, a call in you wanted to talk about, right? Or was that Oh, uh, we'll, we'll save that actually. I forgot. Fantastic. Sorry. There, there's, there's another three minute voicemail that I haven't had a chance to listen to yet. He's gotcha. left us two. Gotcha. Uh, uh, but yeah, Jason from LA has responded uh on from our ween episode and we will be uh we'll be probably going over that next episode so all right yeah look forward to that <laughs> thanks for reminding me though dave yeah. um then uh what about you john what have you been listening to and uh what do you get to plug well i'm gonna forego my whole listening to oh, and yes. plugging effect uh, just to like give a nice shout out to my my man jason david frank yep he uh the he, uh Green Ranger and White Ranger. Yes, the the Green been. Ranger, the White Ranger, the 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 White Ninja Ranger, the Zeo Ranger Five, the original Turbo Ranger and Black Black Dino Ranger. He is my man. He yep. is my original hero. Yep. And I have I I started my Megazord collection because of him. I have I have all of his Megazords. I got the last one coming in the mail now. This is a hard couple of weeks for for yeah. for people our age because yeah. uh, Kevin Conroy died recently oh, as well. So uh, a lot of our I childhood all heroes. Those just uh, shows, you know, yeah, yeah. And it's not just, a good week for us. It's just I that that is my shout out for tonight to, yeah. to all you, all you fans of Power Rangers. R.I.P. I'm with you. Solidarity. I I I. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. feeling the pain. Well, yeah, it was so and, sudden too. You know, it was you know, it was he, he wasn't you know that old yet, so it was yeah, it was in his forties still. So forties, um, real if tragic. You're gonna, if you're gonna watch anything, I recommend watching uh, the 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 Green Ranger saga, the 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 six episodes where he went from good to good to bad, and any any anything anything at Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, anything Zio, yeah. Yeah. Uh, any anything from the from the Dino Thunder stuff? It's just mm. mm-hmm. God, rest yes, in peace, a, a, a great a great uh, child's entertainer has been lost. So yeah, very sad. He was he was my hero. Uh, what Thank about you, you, Adam? Adam, uh, what have you been listening to? And uh, so to uh, we we hear a lot about new music on t- on tour, and uh, we played Eugene and Mario Tucci, who has a radio a show in Eugene. Turned us on to a couple of cool English prog bands, one being called Schnauzer, Schnauzer. which we just let, listened to over and over again in the van and cracked yeah. up because there's just have a great sense of humor. They're from England. Nice. Another band was uh, Sanguine Hum, which is these like bands that don't have a ton of followers on Spotify, but they're killer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, in terms of plugging, I, I guess the mommy heads are always busy. You know, we have the new record yeah. and we're working on We're doing something every year. And yeah. Yeah. Um, the last you guys stay year, pretty um, consistent. yeah, you know, we're just trying, it's part of our sort of stay alive, uh, plan. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the last record got a shot, got actually got a shout out from uh dream theater guys. Mike Portnoy was in uh, the prog report. So the drummer yeah. of dream theater said it was, he's a new fan and yeah. loved the, the, pr- new the production and, was excellent. Like, yeah. So, so that really was really cool. I think, the, um, the next one, I don't know. I I don't know a lot of Dream Theater, but I I know my I know he's a great drummer. And then mm-hmm. the Porcupine uh, people were asking our publicist about us after that last record. Oh, so, cool. so you know, it's not necessarily the camp I, I exist in, but I respect yeah. the that these guys are great musicians. And and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're mat- huge. You know, they play stadiums. So 
yeah nice yeah. to have that that shout out it's, it's hell yeah it's fun for us you know so um yeah yeah everyone uh make sure to go and check out genius killer uh wherever you listen to uh your music or if you really really want to support them go to uh their uh bandcamp page on bandcamp friday first friday of, of every month and uh you can own the music yourself um, as a as a file on your computer and the cover and a whole like bunch of lyrics and notes. Yes. Okay. Cool. Yeah. All 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 the all the, all the pieces. The package. You, you get the whole package. The pitch, the whole whereas package. you go to you go to Spotify, you just get uh, you just get a list. You know what I mean. So, uh, go on over to Bandcamp. Uh, support your your artists that you love. And uh, yeah, thank you so much, Adam, for being on the podcast My again. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, you're you're Love you're to- always great to kind of uh, walk us through these uh, this new wave stuff because i know that you know you have a passion for it um but uh yeah thank you so much for being on and uh we will see everyone next week on the album concept hour happy holidays the album concept hour is brad lebaron dave gallagher john Aker, and jake the snake foster special thanks to king gizzard and the lizard wizard for the theme music Join the discussion on our Discord, tweet to us at Album Concept Pod, or for everything else, go to Linktree slash Flyover State Park. See you on Side B. This is Flyover State Park. You are clear to land.